This is Jam Nation with Jonesy and Amanda. Well, our next guest is a true national treasure, considered one of Australia's most iconic comedians and stars. She's now in a role that's a far cry from Sharon Streslecki from Kath and Kim. She's on a journey to uncover our physical and mental health challenges as a nation in Magda's big national health check. Magda Zhabansky, hello. Hello, how are you? Great, a national treasure. You are a national oh. treasure. Uh, so many people it's describe you as that. <laughs> hey, can I just quickly say read the mandatory national service? Mm. Oh, my God, like... We already burden young people with massive student debt. Wouldn't it be better if it was voluntary and they could do something that was really about their future, like working to transition us from fossil fuels instead of some old dude's fantasy about the past? Mm. Just a thought. Maybe voluntary. What they did, well, it was voluntary and it actually worked to reduce their student debt. Yeah, that's that makes idea. sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. I know. That I came from sense. an era, and you probably did too, Magda, where tertiary education was free thanks to Gough Whitlam. It's hard yeah. to see young people yep. start their new lives crippled with debt already. Yeah, yeah. So if they wanted to do, I mean, yeah, exactly. And and it's the the benefits of it. You know, I really feel like I haven't wasted that. You know, I've paid a shitload of tax. Yes, mm. I yes. feel like I've well and truly repaid that. But I just think that's a nonsense from the past. Anyway, moving on. Yes, well, I know. I, I <laughs> yes. like it. Thank so, you. So, what what were some of the things you uncovered? What was the most shocking thing you've discovered on this journey? Look, there were a whole lot of things. Like, um, I didn't realise the extent of chronic illness. I have chronic illnesses. I get migraines and um, and I have an autoimmune arthritis, which is mild enough that I can manage well. But um, but there's 50% of Australians that have some form of chronic illness, which means 50. one in two, if it's not you, it's someone you love. Wow. Um, but, yeah, I know. I know. It's a real lot. So uh, the other thing is that... Um, it's about the way – because we don't have mandatory food labelling, it's very hard to know how many hidden sugars. Um, like there's something like – I tweeted about it today that George Institute published a thing. There's like 800 different terms or something for, for, for sugar. So you can't – it's like whack-a-mole. Just when you think you've got a handle on what's the hidden sugar, it changes its name. Um, so in terms of trying to control your sugar intake and that of your kids, it's really hard. So what we're pushing for is um, mandatory labelling so that at a glance, you know, you can look at a product and know what, how much sugar it's got in it. So you can calculate that mm. into your day. And the other thing is um, that was really quite interesting, it, well, a couple of things. Um, we're seeing heart disease in kids as young as 11 Jeez. and um, brand recognition among three-year-olds. So, you know, there's this kind of indoctrination into a certain way of eating that is beyond parents' control. And, and some of the program tonight with some young um, mothers whose eyes were really open and they were quite shocked to discover that things they thought were sort of organic and healthy are actually 50% sugar. And so it's really, it's re- and you know, it's, 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 this is important stuff. When you say brand recognition, are you meaning like fast food chains and things like that? Yeah, and food, yeah, absolutely. There's this fantastic experiment um, devised by Catherine Backholer, which they use these combat glasses that we use for, in the army for recognising threat. They can put them on a child's eyes and see, recognise from their eye patterns how much they're noticing um, advertisements for uh, usually fast food outlets or, you know, um, junk foods. Mm. they can actually time how much time kids spend looking at those and how distracted they are and how focused they are on those ads. But there's lots of research indicating that building that brand um, loyalty 
you know, you get them young, you get them for the rest of their lives, you know, and um, it takes away that sort of, you know, we think we have freedom of choice when we go into a supermarket, but there are a whole lot of unconscious things that are being used to, you know, like placing things at the end of the line or putting them on the supermarket aisle at kids' mm. level. You know, it's it's when you've got 50% of the population with a chronic illness, and a lot of that can be modified through um, lifestyle changes, these things are really important just to relieve the chronic um, disease burden. And I hate when they do that at the supermarket, where they move everything around, because I like to go in and out. I'm like uh, Matt Damon in The Born Identity when I go shopping, and you can't be that if they move all the stuff around. And it's hard, isn't it? You try your best, but this is a big system we're fighting. That's right. And that's the thing is that the sort of objective of the show is looking at things of trying to make the healthy choice the easy choice instead of actually Mm. having Mm. all of these obstacles. There's a lot of things. I mean, you know, I'm trying to ram this into a couple of minutes talking to you, but the show's an hour long and it really goes into this stuff. Um, And then there's lots of ancillary things that people can look at following the show to get more informed about it. But, you know, there are great... I've always thought it's like it's totally my fault. And, of course, I accept individual responsibility. But when you're trying, it's, it's like if you were a problem gambler and you're seeing gambling ads all the time, it's, it's just, how can you ever not have that present in your mind? And the, the food and the junk food ads and the presence of, of junk food um, and fast food, mm. I'm not totally against it. I'll, you know, I love me a bit of Maccas, don't get me wrong. Mm. But, you know, when, for example, a new suburb is developing, the first things that go in are the fast food chains before parks, before, um, you know, places where you can buy fresh fruit and vegetables, all that stuff. Um, So it's about broader things too. Like there's some great initiatives in Mansfield. They got um, the results of these tests that showed that their kids were really unhealthy and just not eating fruit and vegetables. And the number of kids, it's only like four in... Uh, 100 kids are getting a daily recommended amount of fruit and veg. Four out of every 104%. So that's sort of what the show's about, showing how there's structural things. And that means that as a society, we have to come up with initiatives to try and address it. Mm. And it's interesting because we see ourselves as having this healthy outdoors life. We'd probably be shocked by this profile of who we actually are. Yeah, we're, we're not that. We think we're that, but we're really not that. And mm. it's just getting worse, you know. I mean, uh, when I was young and I was fat, I really was an outlier, and now I'm just kind of, it's sort of normal, you know. Mm. And I'm mm. not using fat as a derogatory term, you know. I think we need to s- stop fat shaming. I think that's also part of the thing that really doesn't help. But by the same token, you know, you don't want to be seeing 11-year-old kids with yeah. the beginnings of heart disease. That's insane. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's true. Well, Magda, yes. this is all good stuff. Magda's big national health check tonight, 8.30 on ABC TV and ABC iView. It's great to have a national treasure on as well. Yes. Thanks. And can I just say, too, it's not all negative. It's no. very much about community, some fantastic community solutions. So it's actually quite inspiring. Do, certainly inspired me. So, do we, do we yeah. discover that the Plumrose hot dogs in a can are actually healthy? Because I love those things. <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems like in Mansfield they um, they get the excess produce that home gardeners get from their, you know, when you've got your veggie patch, mm. and then they create a market that's free and give it to people who can't afford vegetables. Oh, oh that's good. That's amazing. You know, this is a great idea. I know, right? I know, because you've always got more than you need when you grow it's your true. own stuff. Yeah, it's you know? true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So great, there's really great, mm. inspiring stuff like that. I've always got yeah. too much homegrown at home, but that's oh, for another story. That's for another story entirely, yeah. officer. <laughs>
Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Magda. Thank you. Oh, it's great to talk to you. Thank you.